Hey guys, welcome to the Healthy Fit Academy podcast. Today we're going to talk over everything to do with your metabolism. So we're going to look at what your metabolism actually is, what influences your metabolism, whether fast and slow metabolisms are actually a concern, and whether metabolic damage is an actual concern for people that um, have been trying to lose weight for a while. So, to start off, what is your metabolism? Your metabolism is the magic process that happens in your body that takes everything that you consume throughout your day and converts it into food. Um, (laughs) Doesn't convert it into food because that's what we're eating. Converts it into energy. So, all the um, calorie numbers that you see on your food labeling packages, these are the calories that your metabolism is going to make available to your body. So you've got energy to use. It's also going to help make all the nutrients available in these foods available for your body so they can go and do their jobs. And it's also going to help eliminate a lot of waste that you consume as well, which we won't talk too in depth about that. So what influences your metabolism? Your metabolism, contrary to what a lot of people believe, isn't magic. You know, it's not some sort of crazy process that happens where food goes in, magic happens, energy comes out. You know, that only applies to coffee. So your metabolism is actually influenced by all of your organs in your body. Yep. And your actual body composition. And what I mean by that is we've heard the old saying that, um, what was it, a pound of muscle burns. 50 calories where a pound of fat burns 10 or 20. This is sort of true, not to that extreme, but more muscle does burn more calories than fat. And I think the, the actual figures are a pound of muscle will burn 7 to 10 calories, whereas a pound of fat would burn... Um, where have I written that down? Two or three calories. So it's safe to assume if we had someone who was 200 pounds and they were absolute jacked and full of muscle and we had someone who was 200 pounds with very little muscle and a lot of body fat, it stands to reason that the person that's 200 pounds and jacked would be burning more calories than the person who's 200 pounds and carrying a lot more body fat. So this sort of ties in with the old, um, you know, we always hear that saying, oh, my metabolism's too fast, I can't can't gain weight. Or more commonly, my metabolism's slow, you know, I find it really difficult to lose weight. Right. I'm going to say right now, that's a load of shit. Yeah, it doesn't exist. It's a load of crap that people just look for an excuse of why they can't do something. This is always the first one to go to. Fast and slow metabolisms do not exist. People do have faster and slower, as I've just given an example, with someone who has widely different physiological makeup than someone else. It does not mean that their metabolism is damaged or slower or makes them incapable of doing anything. Yeah, not one bit. The only way that you could realistically say that you have a slow metabolism is if you've lost several of your organs, several limbs, 
if you looked a bit like Lieutenant Dang or Forrest Gump once he'd lost his legs, yeah? He would have a much slower metabolism, right? Because he hasn't got as much mass and organs to help generate and process the energy. In fact, when it comes to the behaviour of these people, we often find as well that people that claim to have a fast metabolism, you know, those people that everyone thinks are lucky because oh, they can eat whatever they want and they never put on weight, you know, 99% of the time, these people, one, they don't actually eat that much in comparison to what you would actually think and they never stop moving. You know, and this doesn't mean that they're always out doing physical activity or spending hours a day at the gym. This could just be people that walk everywhere rather than drive. They, you know, they might be out doing the gardening rather than sitting on their ass watching Netflix. You know, out having a run around with the kids in the park. It, it could be even something like just sitting still and constantly bouncing your leg. You know, that's still movement. It's, you know, these people have a subconsciously high level of activity it may not be physical activity but they are still being active throughout the day they're not you know even when they sat down they're not sat still conversely when we look at people that tend to have the whole slow metabolism approach nine times out of ten they're the complete opposite you know their diet is actually crap they don't move a great deal they don't actually do that much physical activity, you know. It's a harsh truth, but it is true. And this is these are the type of people that usually just take the diet approach. You know, God, I must have spoke to hundreds of people over the years that have tried every single diet going, but have never tried pairing it with physical activity as well. Or actually getting in the gym and training. So when it comes to fast and slow metabolisms, you know, we need to factor in, are you actually an active person? And what do you actually do when you're here? You know, because it's all fine and good if you're sat in an office all day. You're sat in the office eight hours a day, working at your computer. But you'll go for a walk on your dinner, may go play football or something a couple of times a week. You're still quite active outside of work, right? Sorted. You might be able to eat a lot more than what someone who works alongside you just goes home and sits on the couch all night, you know? You see what I'm getting with this? This isn't a case of, oh, this person has a fast metabolism, this person has a slow metabolism, it's this person has a higher activity level, this person has a lower activity level. That is the only thing that would affect anything like this. So... Sorry if this is an excuse that you've always used before, but stop using it because it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> One thing I will say, though, before we fully leave this topic. If you are still quite an active person and you do eat relatively good, you know, nine times out of ten in a calorie deficit, and you do struggle to lose weight, it's not because of some made-up excuse. It could actually be a hormonal issue as we've seen this quite a lot of the years where some clients have been on medications or had hormonal issues, which, you know, especially medications, some of them interfere with basic functions of your body. So if you are very active, if your diet is spot on and you still struggle to lose weight, 
you know, booking with your doctor because they'll you'll probably find there is actually a genuine underlying reason. You know, always seek medical advice from this. <laughs> yeah, don't just take my uh, my word and start messing around with your hormones by yourself. Go see your doctor first. Now, this next point we're going to talk about, this is one that's, you know, the absolute bane of everyone. You know, it's like the boogeyman of the diet world. You know, there's been so much written about it, so many products based around it, and, you know, everyone's always like, it's like that thing of like, oh, you know, you don't want the bad man to get you here, come do this instead. And what I'm talking about is metabolic damage. Now, the whole thing with metabolic damage, for those of you that aren't too sure what I'm talking about, metabolic damage is apparently when you've been in a calorie deficit for so long, or you've been trying to lose weight for so long that you've restricted what you're eating. Apparently, over time, your metabolism will slow down, which eventually it will with weight loss, but metabolic damage is the point where your metabolism slows down so much that it basically doesn't speed back up, you know, and then, you know, you'll get to the point where apparently you'll get to the point where you won't be able to lose weight. And if you do start eating properly again, that you'll just pile loads of weight on your body won't know how to process it. And it can only be solved by someone's ebook or program that they're selling on Instagram that that person alone knows the secrets to, you know, Basically, I look at metabolic damage the same way I look at detox drinks, which <laughs> the less said about that, the better. It's all just a load of crap. Now, don't just take my word for it, though. There's actually been a scientific review done on metabolic damage, which this review was done by, and I'll see if I can get these names right, but um, Anastasia Zinchenko and Menno Helmsman's. And this was done in 2016, so it's pretty recent. I'm not going to go massively in-depth in it because it can be, you know, it it does go very in-depth. And I think I'd turn a lot of people off if I started talking about all the statistics and that. Now, what they were looking at with this scientific review is they've looked at, you know, what your metabolism is, the, sorry, metabolism is you know, what interacts with anybody so your organ mass your lean body mass and your total energy expenditure you know everything that we've just talked about basically and another thing that they actually noticed as well when they looked at this was that those that tended to take in higher energy amounts so they took in more calories the majority of them actually had higher energy expenditures you know, so they burnt more calories. Which makes more sense, obviously. This isn't going to apply for everyone. You know, obviously, if you just spend all your evening sat in your ass watching Netflix and stuffing Doritos in your mouth, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to be burning more calories. You know, this will count for people that have higher energy levels. So rather than being in a huge calorie deficit, they're actually having a decent amount of calories burning more off through physical activity and one thing that i really like about this review is they haven't just looked at um active individuals you know they're not just looking at bodybuilders and athletes 
we've actually looked at a lot of people such as women with anorexia, malnourished individuals, which they um, they even looked at some Second World War prisoners from records of them, and um, bodybuilders and wrestlers that drop a lot of weight for competition and then go on to regain it. What they have noticed is that, yes, your metabolism will slow down slightly the more weight you lose over time, but it doesn't slow down permanently. What happens is that when these people start reintroducing food, especially athletes, they'll introduce a small amount at a time. What most people will do, which is where, you know, you get the old, you'll pile way more weight on, is that they'll introduce a lot of food. You know, I've spoke about this in one of my podcasts before, of how to maintain your weight loss afterwards. If you slowly increase your food, once you've achieved your goal, you'll put on as little fat and water as possible. Whereas if you go from 1200 calories a day to 3000 the next day, you're going to put a shitload of weight back on. Right, so going from what this paper said, if your metabolism does slow down, the closer you get to your weight loss target. Once you're there, slowly increase your food and you'll maintain your weight much better. Your metabolism does not slow down permanently, right? Metabolic damage is 100% a myth. And I can wholeheartedly say anyone that tries to sell you onto a program or a fitness plan or a diet or any form of product, if they try to sell you it on the basis of it repairing your metabolism, just tell them to go get fucked, basically, because they have no idea what they're talking about and they are just after your money. So I hope this has been useful to you. Hopefully that last little bit will save you some money. And you'll be able to tell a few more people to go, you know, do one. It is a nice way of saying it. If you have enjoyed this, please let me know. You know, it'd be nice to actually hear from some of the listeners. And if there's anything you'd like me to cover or anything you'd like me to look into, please drop your suggestions at aaron at healthyfit.academy. Thanks for stopping by.